Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio. The best station rocking a nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic made it. Yeah. Good afternoon and welcome to the Cubicle Live on Ghana Talks Radio. Uh, it's 41 minutes past 2 p.m. right in Ghana. And we are live from Anya in the Greater Accra region. And it's time for the Cubicle, the Cubicle right here on Ghana Talks Radio. When the things go. My name is Lansa Haruna and I'm your regular host for this particular discussion or this particular talk show. Like- we are streaming live on our website at www.ghanatalksradio.com. We are live and clear on Facebook and on YouTube at Ghana Talks Radio. So from wherever you are across there, we want to welcome you right here. As you know, this is where we have a discussion, the conversations that bother around you, that bring you entertainment and what education on the issues that are relevant to you, your community and your nation as a whole. Today in Thursday we have the sports review segment. And today we're having a lot of a lot of controversial, interesting stories coming up your way. Uh, in the line of the show. And as usual, I have my two senior members, my two sports guys, my two sports gurus who are joining me to dissect the issues a little bit so that we can all understand what's going on around us in the world of sports. Look at Casemiro's yellow card against Crystal Palace. Uh, him miss him going to miss the sunny clash against Arsenal. What does it mean for the Eric Hasman? So we feel it. Also looking at uh, on the local front, especially looking at the Chan tournament. You know the Black Galaxies are playing Sudan earlier to, later today. Uh, they lost their first game, but what is your own what expectation of the team? Earlier today, we had this rumor of Trossard going to Arsenal. Is it true? Has it been completed? What does Trossard bring to Arsenal? And does Arsenal really need Trossard? After move, after failing to get Mudrik, they're going to Trossard. What does it mean for the team and Ateta? We look at these and more right here on the Cubicle Life. I'm going to talk to you. My name is Lansa Haruna. Now, when we come up from this break, I'll introduce my guest. Then we start on the local front, looking at the chant tournament. Go back into Europe. So stick and stay with me when we come back from the break. We continue the discussion live on the Capricorn Live. I'm gonna talk with you. Every occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose. At GTR Sounds, we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement, party, funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally, or just any other event, as well as executive and corporate functions. With our modern and high-quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones, and power amplifiers, binary speakers, and subs, we offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions. At GTR Sounds, we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your event. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your event. Cousin Legendary, your one and only host for Nigerian Davu. Afalai make you join me every Wednesdays and Saturdays from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summer you with the latest news and gist directly from Akobodo, Nigeria. No forget to still catch up on all our previous episodes of Nigerian Davu on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook Podcasts, and via our website www.ganatalksradio.com or make you Google carriers for your pocket by downloading our Ghana Talks Radio app via Android, Google Play, and iOS App Store. Make you feel the end. 
enjoy our other Sengemenge shows. Follow us on our social media platforms at Ghana Talks Radio for other interesting stories with the draw from our Not No talks here, no tell you. Omo yami, oya dimasun. Yeah, so welcome right back to the Chemical Life on Ghana Talks Radio. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Yakubu Smiler, aka my cinemas SB, and then my biggest boss, my sports guru, uh, Limjo. Uh, welcome, gentlemen, once again. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Lanza. Thank you so much for coming on the limb. Today, uh, there's a whole lot of action. Charlie SD, Manchester, and Manchester were, were heartbroken, but we'll get there, we'll get there shortly. Uh, SP, I hope you are with us. Welcome to the show, SP. Yes, I'm here. Thank you very much, Lancer, and uh, good afternoon to uh, everyone in the studio and everyone listening to us. Yeah, welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, since we had this uh, this segment last week, Chelsea had won one match. So, so far, you guys are having some, some briefing space, but... It's good to know that the big boys are playing today. Uh, we have Master T coming up with Totem Hospice later in the day. But let's begin on the local front. Uh, there there's been speculation about the uh, Black Stars coach. I know we didn't discuss that. But if I have anything to add for the Black Stars coach, Christian Pierce says he's interested in the job. And then briefly, what are your expectations or what have you? What is your own what, uh, review of the Black Galaxy tournament so far at Odira? Um, to begin with the um, the, the comments, like comments on the PCAPA applying for the Black Stars job. Yeah, I think uh, I think um, I, I I really don't know what to re- uh, to make of it because he's had uh, two previous things uh, at the job. The first time he actually like let's say did well. The second time not so good. And I think the second time was when um, we qualified for the World Cup yeah. 2014. And uh, I don't think it was that good. Yeah. But at the same time as well, I think he was managing over the team that had a lot of uh, trouble within them. So I I really don't know what to make of it this time around. Um, if if he is appointed, I do not know if it's going to turn out good or if it's not going to turn out good. But in in um, indications of going back to uh, managers or coaches that we've had before. Uh, Milovan, uh, Milovan is a perfect example. The first time was good, the second time not so good. So I, I would think that something fresh, something different, uh, should be should be looked at. But not to say that he's not not to say that he's not a good uh, he's not a good manager. But at this point, mm-hmm. I think we have tried. We have seen what he can do, and yeah. should just look for something different. Uh, so uh, I know before you get to the channel, just if you are listening to us out there, what do you think of this particular interest by Kwesiapia? Do you think Kwesiapia should be uh, made Ghana Black Stars coach again? But Lim, still on Kwesiapia, do you think that he's the best local coach we have in Ghana? Lim- uh, is this to me or SP? Yeah, Limju, Limju, you, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I believe he's the best Ghanaian coach, like, yeah, the Ghanaian-born coach that we've had at the, uh, in the home of Apex of the Blasters. Um, I can't really speak to coaches mm. in the 90s. Uh, I believe probably there were coaches in the 90s. I really yeah. can't speak to that. But uh, in my time of watching the Blasters, yeah, I believe Kwesi Apia has been the best Ghanaian uh, coach of the Black Stars that we've had. Does that, does, that make him, uh, does that make his quest to coach the Black Stars justified? That's the question. Because I don't know if you feel like we should take a, 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 black, a local coach. Shouldn't you go for the best one? Or do you think it's, it's far reaching? I, I, think, I, think, I think we should go beyond that whole assumption or that whole um, mm-hmm. uh, obsession of trying to get a local coach. Okay. How we, we need. We need the best possible, and okay. in terms of the best possible as well, depending on our budget. So, depending on our budget, we need the best possible people. So, we, I don't think we should rather box ourselves into saying that we are looking for a Ghanaian or a local coach. Okay. How how well has that served us? It hasn't served us good. We had Otoado take us to mm. the recent World Cup, and it was a poor show. 
Okay. We had Kwesi Atia himself take us to our previous World Cup before. Um, yes, yes, this particular World Cup. Yeah. And it was also a poor show. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Those are, Although in that in although in that um, tournament there are some there are some uh, displays that you could actually say that okay they did well and all that and especially in terms of the quality of players he had at his disposal I think he underachieved and so yeah I, I don't think we should actually just box ourselves with looking for a Ghanaian coach or all that we have somebody like Chris Hutton who has also applied for the job and he has. Uh, I think he has good experience, especially in terms of management uh, at a, a higher level. That is the English Premier League and all. That's uh, taking care of uh, Watford and then uh, Brighton Hope Albion. So, yeah, he's also been close to the, the team before, especially at the World yeah, Cup. So, he's, yeah. he's been close to the team before. He would probably, uh, he's been exposed to the players at the moment. Yeah. So I think maybe even at this point he would he would uh, be able to tell who fits where and all that, mm, mm, mm. better than any other person that I think would also apply. Okay. And that also means that I think he's a better uh, coach than Kofi Apia. Wow. So I also don't mm. so yeah I don't think that we should block ourselves. Mm. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Let's go to SP. Well, let's start with you on the Black Glazi so I can move to the Premier League. But the Black Glazi lost their first game against Madagascar, Charlie. I think Madagascar beat us in the African Cup of Nations, right? Yeah. And then this Chanko tournament to beat the beat us again at at the channel beating the Galaxies by two goals to one. Uh today the Galaxies are, are facing Sudan. Sudan. Uh, SP, what do you make of their their, their chances? Um, okay, thank you very much. Um, I think this uh, Chan tournament, it's, it's a whole different tournament altogether. And that's one of the reasons I would say that as Ghanaians, or as Ghanaian football fans and lovers, mm -hmm. we need to understand that the Chan tournament is a whole different thing, uh, kind of a whole different ball game together. Okay. Now, this is a tournament that is organized for players based in individual countries, okay? Once it's based in individual countries, the quality of league and football played in individual countries counts. Okay. Now, this is a time that um, we've gone past a time that we call, you can just call a country a football nation. Football is all about investment. And so many countries are now investing a lot in football. Okay. That's how you see um, um, teams in Tanzania. Mm. Tanzania mm. signing mm. players, in, uh, signing the best players in our in yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. When you probably on the world stage, everybody sees Ghana to be a bigger football nation than uh, Tanzania. Than Tanzania. Tanzania. We are seeing the likes of Yanga, FC, Simba, and mm. they are doing very well in the African configuration and calf configuration, yeah, Champions yeah. League and calf configuration. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't so surprised that the Black Galaxies lost to Madagascar. Ah. <laughs> I wasn't so surprised because we've mm -hmm. not been doing. So we well, like with our yeah, league. yeah 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 yeah. Our league, our league is not is there, the quality of our league is not up there. Yeah. Yes the, yes yes. Even though we had quality players, I didn't watch the whole match, but mm. I, I I I I saw that um, we had a lot of. Um, I don't know whether the pitch wasn't so good for our players or mm -hmm. so. But I have watched them in other um, in their qualifiers yeah, yeah, against yeah. Nigeria, and they play very good football. Mm, mm, mm. But why I said I wasn't surprised is that it's like. Um, a match or a tournament that you are facing an opponent, you literally don't know anything about. Because yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. they are bringing people they, that were just bred in, raised in their home, like mm -hmm. you get it. Mm -hmm. And the Madaga the league in Madagascar, I don't think uh, it's known in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that. So it's mm -hmm. normal. They are like new boys. They came with a new energy, and then mm -hmm. they beat us. I wasn't mm -hmm. so surprised. I was disappointed, but it was a possibility. It was something I knew it could happen, especially. At this time, that the Ghanaian league, it's not that it's not in good shape. Yes, we uh, have the league ongoing, but mm -hmm. then the investment and those stuff, mm -hmm. it's not like before. Even our pitches are not of standard, and so that, that, if somebody mm -hmm. has the chance to play and train in better pitches, I don't think you would match the person at a, a higher level. Are you totally? Now, mm -hmm, are you totally counting out the the black star from the the, the black glasses from the store, man? We have quality players, bro. Like, we have a lot of quality players. Uh, our captain, Afriy Bani, is there. We have uh, RTU star man, uh, David Abagna, the Mofo Maestro is there in the team. 
our goalkeeper Brian Danla, they are all there. They have top squad. Why? This, even though our league is not that good, but we know that our players are good. Yes, yes, Lanza is very true. But then you know, you know the African game. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you watch the African game itself, it's yeah. sometimes a kind of a different game altogether. Okay, okay. okay. You go, you, you you go into the match and you want to play good football, mm. and a certain team has their own way of playing their own football, and that they they stick to their game plan and they play through. Yes, our, I I know our coach mm-hmm. was so disappointed and said the boys let him down. Mm. That's okay, yes, because like I said, I know that it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's mm-hmm. a very good thing. Mm-hmm. The where uh, Awako and yeah, it's Awako and Ko all day, bro. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's a very good thing, okay. Mm-hmm. But in tournaments of this nature, that you play against people, you you, you don't kind of see not familiar or you don't know with how it. Yeah. Yes, okay. It, there's always a possibility they will trouble you. There's always a possibility okay. they will trouble you. Uh, do, yes. you do, do you give us any chance against Sudan? Do you think we can we can win this particular match? Even though I think they've given us the Morocco points, but do you think we can win this, this particular match? Yes, yes. I think uh, I, 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 I expect. Mm-hmm. That we'll, 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 we'll have a good game against Sudan. Mm. Um, we'll have a good game against Sudan. Then the boys have um, seen what has gone wrong. The coach should yeah, talk yeah. to them and they will pick up their pieces and mm. we move on. But yeah. then mm-hmm. we we had a lot of people blaming the pitch or saying the guys, the boys are sleeping and then they stuff. But mm. I think there's, there's been reports around the last two, three hours that it's snowing in Algeria again. Oh, it wasn't snowing the last time when the boys were sleeping. <laughs> this is our, our village boys. Eh? <laughs> I learned today it's snowing and that um, so they might have to even use an orange ball. Uh, you think your boy from Pedrasi or Kunkrasi, then you're going to take you to play snow football. How can you play? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I expect us to be Sudan. Okay, good, good, good. Sudan well, okay. I expect, yes. I'll leave briefly just on the chant and I'm sort of take a break and come back and go to Europe. I'll briefly on the chant chant and I mean, what do you outlook? What's your outlook for what the black glasses can do here? Um, the chant the chant tournament. So I, I think on paper against Madagascar it should have been easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we've actually witnessed tournament. Okay, I didn't want to drag the GFA into this, but we, yeah, actually, and at this current GFA, mm-hmm. we've actually witnessed tournaments that we've gone to, and like uh, it has always been yeah, like yeah, a portion. Yeah, we've underperformed. Yeah. So, so I am not so surprised. I'm not so surprised as in the outcome, mm-hmm. because there's one thing as in what the fans expect. We are expected to beat uh, a team like Madagascar, mm-hmm. because in terms of uh, football. Mm-hmm. That's a football. Ghana is like a, a bigger football nation than yeah, Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. But when you actually watch the game, it was a poor showing from the players. And I don't think I, I really do not know if uh, if I, I have to go after the coach or I have to go after the, the players, players because the Madagascar team completely played us. And the the I I think. Start watching the game, mm-hmm. but throughout the game, I think that the Ghanaians only had about two or three chances, and that came in the latter, the latter stages of the game. Of the game. Mm-hmm. So that really meant that Madagascar one yeah, were yeah. playing like really, really well. They were yeah. playing better, mm-hmm. and the other thing is Ghana didn't just up their game to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Madagascar deserved that win mm-hmm. yeah, against Ghana. Uh, against Sudan, mm-hmm. we. The the improvement has to be much much, and if we want to increase our chances of qualifying, mm. we need to beat Sudan. I really don't know how many goals margin, but I think more than one, okay. so that to increase our chances of winning. Okay. Uh, because we already know that uh, Morocco has forfeited yeah, uh, the tournament, so that yeah. that every every team in the into uh, mm. I mean. Sudan is our last game. Mm-hmm. We really need to put our all in it and try and beat them convincingly. Okay, thank you. Well, 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 that's our piece. I take from my, my, my analysis here on the Chan tournament and so the issue of Christian Pia wanting to be Ghana's Black Star coach again. But we take a break here. When we come back, we go back to yesterday's game uh, between Manchester United and Crystal Palace. The game ended 1-1. Casimiro took a yellow card. What are the consequences of that yellow card? When we come off on this break, we get deep into the discussion. Stay tuned. Yeah.
what up gh what's going on we come your way with the latest the latest filler and yes are you looking for the latest news about your favorite celebrity who married who and who cheated on who here we discuss everything and everything with fun joy and comedy join myself on himalayan dj coverage and master of comedy alaji zongo on wednesday at exactly 8 pm live on ghana talks radio Of love are the matters of the heart. Is that so? Why do we separate between emotions and reason? Other don't say we pick the most daring of issues surrounding love, relationships, and family lives. We speak on the topic most people like to keep to themselves. With our brilliant panelists, we open the discussions into your love life. So join us just and every Thursday at 8 pm live on Ghana Talks Radio. Be a part of the conversation. Enjoy the excitement and let's find the answers together. From uh, going again from Esteric uh, with me right here on the cubicle. So we had a discussion on the chan and the Black Stars co uh, coach's job. Now we are turning our, our, our eyes back to yesterday's game. There was a game between Manchester United, Eric Ten, Ten Hag's Super Manchester United team, uh, unformed team, informed team, very, 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 very explosive these days around. But yesterday they stumbled against Crystal Palace. Was it just? Istanbul or it meant something more. Another very interesting development was that Casemiro picked up a look about go to uh, Limdu for him to give me his initial thoughts of the game itself. Then we now zone into the Casemiro look at issue. So Lim, uh, what do you make of what is your own overview of yesterday's game between Manchester United and Crystal Palace? United United you away two points. That's what I'll say because <laughs> Okay. For for the um, majority of the game, United dominated. First half, United dominated, should have. But they, I think they failed to create a lot of chances in the first half. But, I mean, they should have created chances and probably killed the game in the first half, kind of. In the second half, um, Christopher Lee came out organs blazing. So they actually, like, for whatever, um, Vieira... Uh, Patrick Vera uh, said to them they actually took it. He also effected some changes that um, gave Crystal Palace some chance. Um, so, yeah, along the line, United went ahead. I mean, there, there, there were chances for United to actually go ahead. Like, I mean, uh, just stretch the lead. It wasn't a convincing performance, but from the defense and the midfield, they did well. Um, gambling, and I think I, I, I think that game, uh, the two points has been lost. I think I'll, I'll put it on the manager for losing those two points. I'll put it on the manager in Rashford because there were chances that I saw that Rashford could uh, could take a shot. He could just open up and take a shot, but he wanted to dribble, and he did that on I think on either about three occasions, and just losing the ball. So that mean, that means that United really uh, there was no chance was taken to actually know that okay a keeper punched it out of the pole or actually scored or something that that that, yeah. that nature. Do you think that? And, uh, mm -hmm. and the midfield and the defense were so good; they mm -hmm. were good. The gamble of playing Casemiro mm -hmm. was paying off. Was paying off until why 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 do you keep mentioning Casemiro being played as a gamble? No, because, okay, I'll take playing Katimara as a gamble because mm -hmm. um, there's a bigger match or like there's a tougher match <laughs> uh, ahead that yeah, is yeah, against yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. And then Casimiro has been very instrumental to the midfield of Man United. It's more like 
I've seen other games where Casemiro doesn't play and the midfield or the game is, like, is terrible. It's, open, it's yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. to watch. You could yeah. actually see that the players really do not know what they are doing or anything of the sort. So Casemiro alone mm-hmm. makes United look a lot better. Okay, okay. He's a single player that makes United look a lot better. He he, he allows the defenders be able to defend proper. Yeah, he yeah. allows the attackers be able to attack. move forward and attack better. Yeah, so yeah. he's a single player that allows that to happen for Man United. Mm-hmm. And losing him against uh, losing him against Arsenal mm-hmm. be a huge blow for them. Mm-hmm. I really do not know how they'll cope. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, the gamble almost paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he was reading a substitution for Casemiro. Oh. And, and in that very moment, yeah, Casemiro yeah. had to commit a needed, a needed foul okay. because there, there was a breakaway yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was in a goal. So I, I think this, this loss or this draw, it felt like a loss due to, <laughs> to, to a lot of money for yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, I'd rather blame it on their manager a lot mm. because it's more like you play the gamble here mm-hmm. but with a decision now this decision doesn't affect just one game by now it affects a different game so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it makes it even a tougher uh, ge- uh, match for mm, I, them against uh, and they're playing away as the enemy so <laughs> I mean if they're, if they're looking for any other chance to uh-huh. close the gap on us now I think the Okay, I will get back to you on the on the on the yellow card. How will, whether uh, Casemiro being out of the squad, what it will mean on the foot of play against Arsenal in terms of even the the the, the strategy, the tactics, and the the midfield battle between Partey and whoever's going to be in that middle. But SP, yesterday, if Man you had won the game, they would have gone to second and then closed the gap on Arsenal, putting them in the title race. I know that your team is not in the title race, but, but what do you make? How do you how do you see the, the the race to the final, the league trophy panning out? Especially when Manu is dropping points now and the Manchester is dropping points. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I I think um, honestly, yesterday's game was like uh, like my colleague said. Um, it, it's it's more or less like a lot of Manu. It's like they bottled the game. They they yeah. just gave out. The, the two points. Mm. I I I watched on the first part of the game, mm-hmm. and then I I someone who was doing well. Mm. But even with the second half, I didn't have to watch all the game. I just watched a little bit of it, and so I was so shocked when I got the notification that Crystal Palace had equalized through a direct free kick, mm. and it it was even more shocking because mm-hmm. it was. In additional time, oh, right? Yeah, 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 ninety plus one. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, I think usually the the the, the EPL is in such a way that um, if you want to win it, there are some games you need to win badly. Like you need to win them badly, yeah, even yeah, yeah, when yeah. you are not in Before, shape. Yeah, when you are not that. in shape. Mm. But yesterday's game was United were in shape. I think they had over sixty percent of the possession. They mm. attacked more than Crystal Palace. Mm. They they had a lot of shots. I think they had almost this five or, or almost the same shots on target as Crystal Palace or mm-hmm. even I, I can't remember the statistics. So I actually didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is these are games you need. You need those three points, and so probably um, when you get into the dying minutes, you need to be able to uh, have hold the team straight, yeah, yeah. be able Corrupt, to fight yeah. them, be able to effect substitutions to hold on mm-hmm. till the end. Because these teams. They, they they don't have they don't they don't lose anything when they lose against the big teams. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you even lose a point a single point against them, yeah yeah yeah, it, it that's a bigger loss yeah. for you. But what doesn't yeah, make yeah. for the the, the the title race is because like I was saying, if Manu had won, they would have been in second position. Yes yes yes. If United had won, they would have gone second position, closing the gap on Arsenal a bit. Mm-hmm. Now now that they, they dropped two points mm-hmm. and they are now playing Arsenal in the next game. Okay, it means that it's a possibility that United can drop five points in the scope of uh, Asma uh, can go like five points yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. ahead of United, like United yeah, in the yeah, scope yeah. Of, within these two matches. These two matches, okay. yes. Because if if United should lose, lose against Asma, they drop three points again, mm-hmm. adding to these two points, and that's going to be five. five yes, and yes, it's yes. not so good for uh, what's the name. Mm-hmm. 
they're the catchaways. Mm. As for City, mm. City is a team that um, they are losing points. Mm. But when they come to get the points, they get them again. They can pile them up within a short period that when you slip with mm. two matches, they mm. can catch you up. Or three matches, they mm. can catch you okay. up. Okay. okay. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, Lim, let me let me get back to you. You know, Arsenal has been playing some wonderful, like a wonderful football, and at the at the center of all this football that they are playing, this good football, this electric f- uh, performance they are giving is Thomas Party, our own Thomas Party, in the heart of the midfield, and there has been constant uh, what do you call it comparison between debate uh, between Party, Rodri of Manchester City, and then Casemiro. Mind you, these yeah. three players had actually played in the La Liga before, so we knew how they match each other out. But this time around, we were all expecting to see Pate and Casemiro in the same match. How it will pan out, bro? Whether Pate will have like stood up, stood out, or Casemiro will what? will show you that he is the boss of the midfield. Now Casemiro is out of the midfield. We know that that's going to hurt Manchester United. But how much would it hurt Manchester United? And what is the advantage that it gives to us now? The advantage it gives to us now with uh, Casemiro's absence is that they, <laughs> they are able to stretch they are able to stretch their midfield. Casemiro's speciality is more of breaking down an, an attack. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's able to actually read the game very well and mm, mm. be somewhere that a simple, like just a simple uh, mm-hmm. tackle. He doesn't really need to slide tackle yeah, or chase yeah. anybody's slide tackle or anything. Mm, mm. He he's that good about reading the game that he is able to put himself somewhere that will probably stop like a dangerous attack. And so now, and if if you look through the Man United squad, it seems it seems he's the only player that really does that. Yeah, yeah. Really um, well, yeah. There are other players that could play similar in his position. One person is uh, Scott McTominay, mm. but I think the last game Scott McTominay played it was. It was very shaky, and okay. so uh, he doesn't do that at all. Mm. So there are a lot of things United will lose about their game. That, like I already said, mm-hmm. he allows United play better defensively. Mm. He allows United move forward mm-hmm. with uh, real purpose. Okay. Because doesn't have that vision to be picking up passes from yeah, yeah, and blocking the attack. Yeah. He doesn't have the ability to be reading the game yeah. like how Casemiro yeah. does. Mm. So. That means that his interceptions are poor. Mm. So it gives it gives um, it gives us now the edge of our United in that regard. Okay. And with Thomas Partey also being very instrumental to Arsenal because I think in similar fashion mm. he gives Arsenal's midfield a good control. Yes, yes, yes. He's able to control the midfield proper. He's able to dictate play. Mm. And allows for Zaka. Usually, he partners with Zaka yeah, as a base, yeah. but then yeah, he allows for Zaka to also go forward yeah. and then do his own thing. So, uh, I think these two players are very instrumental for their teams. Mm-hmm. Thomas Partey very instrumental for Arsenal. And I think the first time uh, this season that uh, United played against uh, Arsenal, Arsenal. Partey wasn't available. Yeah, he wasn't in the game. So mm-hmm. at least United. Were able to play better. Through the, yeah, better through the middle. Yeah. Let me say that I was more of an advantage to United in that mm. in that uh, regard. But mm. even with that, it wasn't an easy game for United to win. Mm. It wasn't quite easy because in terms of the way they played out, Arsenal really also played, and I think it was more of uh, United just trying to counter the way Arsenal yeah, played. Take their chances, That's yeah. how it was. So yeah, the game on Saturday, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. The next game on Saturday, I, I think Arsenal are the favourites, especially because now they are leading the, the, the title charge and they are in full position to be winning it. So it's more of like any chance they get, any sort of strength they get, mm. this is their biggest chance in trying mm. to open the gap wide okay. and all that. Before okay. any other unforeseen circumstances in terms of injuries to mm-hmm. key players and all that will happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I believe Arsenal... Arsenal will uh, we'll probably win this. Thank you, good man. That's good to know. Uh, for me, I feel like it's going to be like it's not just if this was if the match was like hundred percent, uh, what high 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 level, now it gets to eighty five percent or seventy percent because of the the, the the just the absence of Casemiro, and that gives a lot of advantage to 
Arsenal, especially because, like you said, Casemiro is very good with reading the play and intercepting the passes, and then just he easily makes what your attack look like you didn't. We're not even thinking of the attack before even coming closer to the the defense of Manchester United. But now we have only uh, Thomas Partey to dictate and on the part or on the side of uh, Arsenal. Let's see what that how that pans. Uh, let's take a short break from here. When we come back, we look at uh, Arsenal team proper proper. They are trying to what to to boost their squad. Uh, trying to get Trossard on board. Trossard is from Brighton. We know him is an is a super player from Brighton. What would he add to the Arsenal team? And then we also take a look at the Manchester City and the Tottenham match that's coming live today. So stick and stay. We are still live on the cable. Go right on Ghana Tottenham. We'll write after this break. Yeah. Namibi Cousin Legendary, your one and only host for Nigerian Davu. Afalai make you join me every Wednesdays and Saturdays from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summer you with the latest news and gist directly from Obodo, Nigeria. Don't forget to still catch up on all our previous episodes of Nigerian Davu on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook Podcasts, and via our website www.ganatalksradio.com or make you Google carriers for your pocket by downloading our Ghana Talks Radio app via Android, Google Play, and iOS App Store. Make you feel they enjoy our other Sengemenge shows. Follow us on our social media platforms at Ghana Talks Radio for other interesting stories we they draw from our tomorrow. No talks here, no tell you. Omo Yami, Oya Jimasun. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic, maybe. Yeah. So welcome right back to the Capricorn Life on Ganatos Radio. Before the break, we're discussing Arsenal versus Manchester United. Manchester is coming on Sunday, right? At the Emirates. The Red Devils against the league leaders. Eric Ten Hag against Ateta. What was supposed to be Thomas Partey against Casemiro. Now Thomas Partey against the open wide midfield of Manchester United. But right now we're looking at... Trossard, Trossard, and earlier today there were news about Trossard going to Arsenal. Uh, let me go to SP on this. Uh, SP, Arsenal, they've, they've lost their, their, their number one, their top striker or their one of their best strikers. This is Ghana Talks Radio. Gabriel Jesus, uh, due to injury, he didn't even get to play in the World Cup. Uh, they had to work. Uh, they are now playing in Ketia up front as a lone number nine. And Ketia is very good. His movement, his, his work control is very good. But the goals are not so, are not piling up. But Arsenal need to score goals. They are bringing in Trossard. What does Trossard bring to the Arsenal squad? And also, we we'll look at, uh, yeah, what does he bring to the squad? Then we we'll move to the Man City and the Tottenham match. Yeah. SP. Somebody that I said, I don't know what to himself, I can think um, um, since Grand Potter left Brighton mm. and with Deserby, Transite has always been a very influential scoring for uh, for Brighton and he's been an integral part of um, the team. It's rather unfortunate that um, he fell out to the coach or the, he and the coach seems to be having uh, issues concerning discipline or training and uh, that kind of stuff. Yes, but um, Arsenal also, as a team, Gabriel started very well for them, but I think he's been down with injuries. And um, so going in for transide, somebody who's already used to the league, uh, they play in the league, it's, it's going to be a good addition. At least they know that um, they have a backup for uh, for Gabriel Jesus. Um, I, I I see him fitting in well. Um, another question has to do with... Um, uh, he coming in in the heart of uh, and in terms of disciplinary issues, and that Ateta is looking at another discipline coach. How he's going to fit in and this stuff. But I think um, it's a new team altogether, and it's going to be a new setup altogether. And sometimes the setup in the team alone can can make a player to be disciplined and drop certain habits of his that is um, not helping his game. Yes. Okay, so but uh, well, let me let me let, so let, okay, let me take let me get Lim's perspective on it. Uh, Lim, what do you think the Trossard can, can 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 bring to Arsenal? Or can add to Arsenal? Uh, Leonardo Trossard, I think you add uh, another attacking option to Arsenal's lineup. 
Um, this season, Arsenal have been good uh, in terms of attack, and they've relied heavily on um, Saka and then Martinelli. Martinelli yeah. um, they also thought <coughs> they also relied to, um, on Gabriel Jesus at the point, but mm. credit to Ateta for switching up on um, uh, tactics Kitia, yeah, yeah. With, his, with his absence and then slotting Nedi in Kitia and mm. his movement, like uh, like as we said, his movement has been good. Mm. But I think uh, he still needs a little work in terms of his finishing and all. Mm. And probably, yeah, I know as time goes on, he will he'll get better with that. Mm. Um, Leandro Trasad also, yeah, he offers, so he offers a different dynamic in terms of directness. I think he's a bit similar to uh, Martinelli. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I believe he's, he's similar to Martinelli. So it's a different option. They don't have to rely heavily on the attacking players that they have at the moment. Mm-hmm. That is Martinelli and then Saka at this moment. So it eases it, it up, up the, the tension. It brings a, a bit of competition into the squad as well. So, And I think the best point to actually... Uh, to actually add to the squad is when you are up, when you are playing well. So then that is when you you bring in uh, new players then to try different things. And it's it's, it's a lot of motivation. And then, like I said, the competition is a good competition in the squad. So everybody wants to actually like play. I I think Leandro Trasad will be be perfect for us now. I think it's similar to how Diogo Jota also sort of like uh, went to Liverpool and okay, he, moved. Yeah, 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 yeah. he did differently, but then, yeah, that kind of thing. So I, I believe that's how Trussard, that's how I see the Trussard to Arsenal. Uh, you know, but we know that uh, Trussard had an issue with his coach, Deserbi, and you know, like I was, SP was mentioning, but I've also seen that in that. He said he didn't want to train like the other players. And then Ateta is known for what? Ha- hacking out players who don't compromise, who don't conform to his, to his standards. We know their captain, number 14, Obama Young, what, had to leave the team. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how, do, how, how do you think that the, the disciplinary issues of Trosa will, 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 st- will he be stable in Arsenal, especially looking at the way Ateta is so much disciplined that he demands? Uh, right now, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really say that Trussard is much of uh, a troublemaker. Uh, report: I haven't really read much into Trussard's um, uh, incident, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what that I read was that the coach disrespected him, so then he didn't take lightly to that, mm. all, all, all of that. So I believe um, as Ateta, Ateta also respects his players. His, his players respect him. Um, it's more of if you do something. Uh, in a different way that the coach really doesn't approve, you probably get rid of you. And this is this is a new uh, environment. You probably trust that, and the, the a new environment, new people that you'll be working with. So maybe Trussard will be looking at that as, as making this is a fresh start. So until anything happens, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think there's any cause for worry. Um, the Obama Young issue. Obama Young went to Barcelona. There was no issue yeah, with yeah. he and. And Zavi, mm. he's at uh, Chelsea now. Chelsea. I don't mm. think he has any sort of mm. disciplinary mm. issue with uh, mm. Graham Porter. So, I mean, the change of environment mm. would also would probably help. Mm. So, I, I don't think there's any problem there. Uh, quickly, let's look at the, uh, the what do you call it, the Manchester City and then Tottenham match before we go out. Our time is almost about Manchester. Uh, Tottenham lost their match against Arsenal at the Tottenham Stadium. They're looking to come back. We all know that Tottenham are no good starters of the game. Man City is also points behind Arsenal. Yesterday, Manchester United almost caught up with them. What I, what do you foresee happening later today? Um, I, I, I really do not know how... Okay, so one thing I've noticed about stress is that Antonio Conte really... I, I think his team are always struggling to play how he wants them to play. And I think Spurs is not the right place for him because um, in terms of the way they... In terms of the, their output, it is really not Antonio Conte-like, mm, okay. if I should say it that way. Yeah, yeah. But then again, as well, Antonio Conte, I would also say that he's also part of a problem because he really doesn't change or he doesn't seem to want to shift anything for 
for the team. It's more all, like yeah. it's he would always play a five back no matter what. He would always he would uh, yeah. It's, there's it's five no three two uh, or five dynamic. Two. There's no changes, bro. <laughs> he doesn't change. There's no changes. There's no dynamics to yeah. what he's playing. It's yeah. the same thing throughout, throughout. So, and I believe uh, Pep Guardiola is is a very brilliant coach. He would actually study all that. I don't think it would be good for Spurs. I don't think it would be good for Spurs tonight. They will probably suffer another defeat uh, uh, in the space of just four days. I think they will suffer another defeat. The actual remarks that uh, Tukel is going to is coming in for that particular job. I don't know whether they are, they are planning to sack him or not. But yeah, Tukel him. There are rumors that out there that uh, Tukel is going is, is coming in back to the Premier League and is going to be coaching Tottenham Hotspur. We don't know whether it's true or not. But today, tonight, uh, later today, Tottenham is facing Manchester City. Uh, SP, what is your your take on the on that particular match, and what do you think will be the outcome? Yes, this uh, Manchester City and Tottenham are two of those teams that are um, not having it easy in the uh, last couple of matches. Um, Manchester City has lost twice consecutively. I think Tottenham has done the same. Um, like my friend said, the interesting thing about Tottenham and Antonio Conte is that he it's like he doesn't know switch. He doesn't know what they call switch or change the style. Like yes, he always has the style, and that is it. He always really hope that the players improve, and it's the kind of um, game Antonio Conte plays. It's uh-huh. really so hard for players to adjust to. It's so so hard. Players to what is hard about Antonis contest? Let me see. So five three two right. Your your the two and three the wing backs. You you attack when you attacking. You defend when you are defending. Yes, but you know. So you always have to you know active. What? You saw him at at at, at Chelsea with what is it, Abraham. Totally, he won the league. Juventus, he's, no, it, he's won it, the it, league. It, 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 it's true. It's only the five three two. Do you get that? Uh-huh. But. The kind of um, energy, the, the, the work rate that he always expects his players. Mm. So you see at Chelsea, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Moses. Mm. Moses was more of less, was a wing back, yes, mm. but he was everywhere in the front. You see, even when Antonio Conte came into Chelsea, mm. there was a period of time we had some issues um, with Hazard because he wanted Hazard to always just back, mm. do the tackling and those mm. stuff. You get mm. it? Mm. And it's always exhausting. Mm-hmm. That kind of star he wants to play, mm-hmm. and until he gets those kind of players, that's fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's like there is no compromise. There is nothing like managing a player in that system. You you see that? Yeah, so yeah. he's the kind of coach that when you have that material, mm-hmm. that he can use them. If you don't have that material, no matter what he tries with that mm-hmm. kind of um, approach, he's still gonna have tough time. But then Pep Guardiola is somebody who is very smart, mm-hmm. dynamic. He reads the game very well, mm-hmm. and. He, he he knows where they've gone wrong in the last three matches. Yeah. So, if on paper I expect it to come out good, mm. um, the best performance for Tottenham should be a draw. Charlie, in my view. But you know that Tottenham also lost their their match. So they, hopefully they want to keep for a win. Don't think they'll have the enough motivation to to put an upset yeah. if that if that will be the case. Yes, yes. There's going to be competition because these two teams are having uh, struggling. Do you mm. get that? Mm. But then. I think uh, City City looks like uh, people that can recover quicker mm-hmm. as compared to Tottenham. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't I if if Tottenham beat City, I'll be very not too <laughs> shocked. But then <laughs> on paper, I expect um, City to come out good or uh-huh. Tottenham to get a point. Okay, that's wonderful. But uh, whatever happens, whatever happens, I know Arsenal fans will be hoping that. The arrivals can at least secure a point in that game or win the game so that they can open the gap uh, over Manchester City. I think this is where we have our conversation uh, at the end of it. Here on this on the Cabo and Ghana Toss Radio, Alim Joe, just briefly, who wins the match between City and then and the Tottenham for betting sake? So let me know so that I know I can, I can bet on your, on your, on your prediction. <laughs> um. <laughs> For basic sake, uh-huh. I mean, I'm I'm not the person to to trust, but uh-huh. I I do believe that Man City will come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, how, yeah. Well, what how about goals? The I score. Can you give a score line? Yeah. I think over one point five. I I think Man City will just um, 
actually we're actually forgetting that Haaland is not scoring again. I can't, can't you see because if one Haaland doesn't score, no one scores in City. That's in, don't you feel like still? Yeah, yes. How so, so, Haaland is not scoring because their supplier is not in form. <laughs> yeah, but that will hurt City. The is not in form, so yeah, that's how come we are seeing a decline in the uh, Haaland's goals. But it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that when um, the tough when the tough moment comes, mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't try and find a way. Mm-hmm. Against Man United, mm-hmm. I think um, the plan was to play Kevin De Bruyne out of the game. But mm-hmm. there one chance that he had to evade his marker. Mm-hmm. He actually created an assist for mm-hmm. Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of quality, yes, they still have a lot of quality. They mm-hmm. have like tons of quality uh, than space. Okay. So, yes, I'm expecting that Haaland will actually score in this game as well. That's good. That's good. Actually, thank you so much. Uh, like I said, whatever happens between Manchester City and then uh, Tottenham, yeah, Arsenal fans will hope that City will lose more points so that they can what, open the gap and then go ahead to win the league. Uh, this is where we have our conversation. Uh, uh, this is where we finish our conversation live, live on the Kebukon Ghana Talks Radio. We look at the Chan tournament, Black Galaxies, looking at Kwesia, Pia, Quantum, the coach, Black Stars again. We actually looked at... Uh, what do you want? The Manchester United and the Crystal Palace game where Casemiro got the yellow card and all that. What would that what that would mean for Arsenal uh, on their match? Uh, what that would mean in their match against Arsenal on Sunday? We wait to see. And then we are now looking at City, City and then Tottenham Hospice match where my opponents are saying, nah, City will beat Tottenham no matter what. This is where we put our studio to the end. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, senior man, Lim Ju. Uh, Lim, like I said, Lim Ju has his own sports channel is on YouTube. Uh, Lim, you can... Lim Ju. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you help us with your, with your YouTube channel, then sort of our view. So it, yeah. It's Touchline Live. Yeah, Touchline Live. Most yeah. of the most of these. Are, yeah. So Touchline Live. Um, that's live with uh, Alive Ve. Okay. On Twitter, it is Touchline underscore Live. Okay. Yeah. So Lim Joe has his. Oh, he does his. He gives us uh, what do you call it? updates and analysis on all the sporting events go there for deep deep insights on the matches that come out come that's going to come our way also i want to say thank you to sp for joining us and for sharing his insight with us this is where we put uh, it to our show for today and next we'll come away with another good edition again but i've been here with dj champ holding me down and we continue to enjoy our shows we are live on www.ganatosradio.com all time all day you can download our app on play store app store and also the huawei app gallery Gonna toss with you up. Continue to enjoy our show. Bye bye. Nobody feeling that way I'm feeling tonight. Yeah. And I have the hope that things will be alright. Yeah. So we feeling alright. As we as a lot of nation. Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. The best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big. Get it here.